Welcome to the Life at Full Blast podcast. I am so excited you're here and ready for your most extraordinary life. I used to escape all the mental turmoil and the spinning by seeking solutions outside of myself. I have lived through that chaos and I see you. I see you fighting and struggling. This is the place to be to find your direction so that you can decide what's next. It's time to stop making your outside circumstances the reason that you can't have what you want. You're in the driver's seat. This is the place to learn what direction to go. You have more power available to you than you can even fathom. Welcome to this week's episode of the Life at Full Blast podcast. I'm really excited that you're here. I'm going to dive right in because we've got great content in store for you. But a couple of things about how to listen to this podcast, because it's a little different than most. There's three different ways you can choose to use this podcast. Number one, listen to it in its entirety and enjoy. Number two, I am a quantum numerologist, and so I look at the current influences at the time of recording based on numerological influences to help really bring the content into a place that is relevant for that current influence. So what you could do is come back to this episode each day of the week and listen to each different segment on that day. The third thing you can do and be aware of is that no matter what time you're coming to this episode, no no matter when you're listening to it, it doesn't matter if you're catching it on the right day. There will be something here for you. If you have been drawn here, this episode is for you. So without further ado, enjoy. What relationship are you choosing to prioritize the most in your life and in your business? Are you choosing to prioritize your relationship with your clients, with your potential students, with your audience? Or are you choosing to prioritize your relationship with all the people you don't who don't resonate with your work? Are you choosing to prioritize your relationship with yourself, with your higher self, with knowing who you are, Or are you focused on prioritizing relationships with people you think might be able to help you get what you want? This is really important to be aware of in recognizing the relationships, the community that you surround yourself with as an entrepreneur, as a coach, as a life coach, as a business coach, whatever it is you're doing in the world, making sure you're prioritizing the relationships that will create the greatest results. And the number one relationship that must be prioritized is the one with you, the one with the essence of you. You spend the majority of time with yourself. Yes, we are up in our heads. We are thinking, we are planning, we are dreaming, we are visualizing. We are, you know, thinking forward to what's possible. We're thinking backwards to what happened. And so what does that relationship look like for you? Is it a constant barrage of how you're not good enough and you didn't do it right and you've messed it all up? Or is it a constant barrage of cheerleading, of motivation, of come on, you've got this. Oh, what would it be like? Wouldn't it be fun? What's the voice that's happening in your essence, in your body, in your mind? 
are what thoughts are you thinking? What feelings are you feeling? And what's the frequency underneath all of that? Because if we're prioritizing relationships outside of ourselves, such as, well, if I just partner with that right person, they'll make me visible or they'll tell me the exact strategy that I need to do, and then I will be good enough. That's never going to work. Trust me, I've tried. Or are you prioritizing the energy with yourself, with your higher self, and recognizing, ooh, okay, that's the connection that I want to make. That's the next person for me to reach out to. Not because I'm going to get something from them, not because they're going to do something for me, but because there is a vibrational resonance with that person. And you come into relationship with that person and you support each other without draining, without taking, without giving too much. And it is the perfect symbiosis of relationship. Knowing that you are good enough, you have everything you need right here, right now, within you. And then you move out into the world knowing that, knowing your worth, knowing your value, and connecting with like-minded, like-hearted, like-frequency people. And that's where the magic is created. You know, I've never had a problem with leaving relationship because Committing was very, very difficult for me. I had a very hard time with committing to personal relationships, to clients, to business relationships. Commitment to me felt gross. And I didn't want to be a part of that. I felt like I just wanted to flit about and be free to go here, to go there, and to go anywhere. But as I came into being an entrepreneur, I realized, well, commitment is required. And I became very committed to my work which in turn allowed me to become very committed to my clients. But it didn't really break through for me until I recognized the commitment to myself. And this occurred about a year and a half ago, where I came into this awareness that the only commitment that mattered was the one that I made to me. And I made a decision in that moment that no matter what, no matter what was going on in my external environment, I was committed to who I am, what I want to experience, and to my own extraordinary life. And since then, everything has cracked wide open. Magic has happened in ways that I cannot even describe. And as a result, commitment has become much easier. I never could help hold a relationship for more than three years. I am now currently in the process of buying a house with a committed intimate partner. I never was able to stick to one job for more than a year at a time. And I am in a committed business and I have strategies in place that I am committed to because I'm committed to myself first. That's the key. So I bring us back to our original question. What relationships are you prioritizing in your life and your business? And are you prioritizing the relationship with you first? Do you feel safe? Do you feel secure? Do you feel like you've kind of got your ducks in a row and everything is working out? Or are you feeling the insecurity in an unstable world? 
our safety, our security. I hear this so many times from clients, you know, I need to keep this job because I've got security there. I need to keep this job because of the paycheck. I need to make sure that all my bills are paid. I need to make sure that all my money is in order. I need to make sure that all my ducks are in a row. And here's the thing. There is no such thing as job security. It does not exist. It is an illusion. We see this happen over and over and over again. And yet somehow we still have this belief that we are secure in our employment. And it's simply not true. We live in an unstable world that is in a constant state of change. The only thing that I know to be true, well, there's a few things I know to be true, but one of them is that change always occurs. So our safety, our security is an inside job. It has nothing to do with your job, with your house, with the money in your bank account. That is not where your security and safety come from. The stock market could crash at any time. Inflation could go through the roof. You could get laid off. Your boss could decide one day that he's just going to shut down the company. And that security or that safety that you had the illusion of having can be gone in an instant unless you are in safety and security here within your own heart. If you just take a moment to just feel what safety feels like without thinking that it's from somewhere outside of you, allowing those thoughts to just move right through, feeling what security and safety feels like in the body. Just notice where you feel that in the body. Notice what that feels like. Pay attention to that feeling and instantly you feel safe. You have security. That's how quickly and how simple it is. Now, it's not always easy. I will give you that. But it is simple. Complication is never the way of the universe. So our, we are always either amplifying doubt or strength. We are always either amplifying all these thoughts in our head that what if I can't pay my bills at the end of the month? What if my, what if I get laid off? What if the market crashes? What if, what if, what if, what if? Those are all possibilities that could occur. And we can choose to amplify those thoughts by focusing on those thoughts. Or what if, what if, and we point our direction, our awareness in the opposite direction. What if? I could make a go with this online coaching thing. What if there's these incredible clients out there who are ready and willing to invest in themselves, knowing that I can help them with the lessons that I've learned throughout my life? What if fill in the blank with all those possibilities? Because all of those possibilities are available to us too. What if I'm good enough? What if I'm strong enough? What if I can do hard things? What if I am capable? What if I can learn new skills? What if I could be an online coach? What if, right? What are the what if questions you are asking on a regular basis? Are you amplifying all the things that could go wrong or are you amplifying all the things that could go right? You get to choose, you get to decide. We hear this time and time again. It's never, I mean, we've been talking about this for hundreds of years. Where your attention goes, energy flows. It's basic science. So if you're focused on all the things that could go wrong, guess what? Shit's going to go wrong. 
But if you're focused on all the things that could go right, guess what? Shit's going to go right. Magic will unfold for you. This was a big shift that occurred for me in my own work because, you know, I never had job security. I never held a job for more than a year, mostly because I would skip out at the end of the year. And when I became an entrepreneur, when I became an online coach, I didn't have security. I didn't know what that, I had no idea how I was going to pay my bills at the end of every month. But what I did have was belief in myself. Belief that I could do this, that I could learn the skills, that I could keep going. I had faith in myself and I felt my own safety, my own groundedness in the solidity of who I am. And from there, step by step by step, the pieces started falling into place. Did it happen overnight? Hell no. Has it happened now? No. I'm still learning and I will forever be learning. I will forever be expanding my skill sets, learning new things, exploring new opportunities. That will never change. But what I do know for sure that won't change is the safety that I have cultivated within my own being. My body feels safe to take risks. My body feels comfortable in the unknown. And I am willing to pivot whenever needed, even when it is perceived by me that something has gone wrong. I look at that and go, hmm, what am I not seeing here? What else could be possible? I wonder what else could be true. And I start seeking out all of the positive possibilities of the magic that might be occurring under the surface. So if you're feeling like, you don't have safety or you don't have security, I invite you, come within and remind your body what safety feels like because you cultivate that from the inside out. If you want safety and security in your world that's around you, instead of chaos, start cultivating it within your body now and you will begin to see those results. Are you comfortable in the unknown? Are you comfortable in the change that we experience in our world? And if you're not, that's okay. I invite you to just listen in for a minute. We think that everything outside of ourselves is directing our experience. That when we look to our bank account, we think that that's how much money we have. When we look to our physical experience and the, the decor we have in our home, we think these are the items I own. And that if physical environment, whatever it is you're looking at, whatever you can see with your naked eye, makes up 0.0001% of our actual reality. 99.99999% of our reality you cannot perceive with the naked eye. And here we are making our belongings and our money and our things the most important. So there's a perception shift here that's needed because in order to create, we must become comfortable in that 99.999%. We must become comfortable in the unknown because we can't see it with the naked eye. How do we perceive it? We perceive it through our energy, 
through our frequency, through our choice of emotional state. Now, we have emotions as human beings, as we deal with emotions all the time. We get sad, we get angry, we're happy, we're excited, we're ecstatic, all of these emotions. And oftentimes we think we're at the whim of those emotions and that's not true. Our job is to cultivate our emotions, to choose our emotions, and then to get underneath those emotions to the frequency state that we are running, the energy that we're running. How fast, how fast is your vibe? How high is your vibe, right? Now, the feeling versus the seeing is where we trip ourselves up. Because if I can see it, then it must be real, right? But how many of you feel it? How many of you feel the wealth that's available to you at any time? How many of you feel the new clients coming into your experience? How many of you feel and visualize and imagine walking into your new house, the marriage, the relationship that you want, the business, the thriving business that you want, the incredible impact you're creating? How much time do you spend in the visualization and the dream of that? versus the 52 million things on the to-do list and the responsibility and the getting shit done. Olympic athletes spend more time in visualization than they do in actual participation of their, their competition, their activity that they do. That says something, doesn't it? If you wanna be excellent at your quote unquote sport, don't you think that it would make sense to do the things that excellent people are doing such as visualization, such as dreaming and imagining, spending time in the being of that human who has that experience that you want versus trying to control and manipulate it in the material world. If our reality is 99.999% possibility and only 0.0001% of it is what we can see and touch, wouldn't it behoove us to spend more time in the unknown, to get really comfortable there, to feel what it feels like to experience your extraordinary? My extraordinary has so many different flavors and textures and colors. I can, I can visualize it now with my eyes open. I dream of it when I'm driving down the road. It flows in while I'm cooking a beautiful meal. It's here now just because I'm talking about it and speaking about it. Does it have a vivid description in words? No. Can I feel it? Hell yes. How much time do you feel your dream versus trying to create your dream through force and through effort? Your dream is born from the inside out. Give it time, give it time, nurture it from the inside out. Because the more you nurture it through your frequency, through the feelings and thoughts you're choosing, the easier it becomes to see it manifest out there. If you don't give yourself the time to nurture it from the inside, it will be inconsistent or non-existent out there. So time to feel your dream, 
dream the dream. Give yourself the gift of childlike wonder and imagination of what could be possible for you. Are the people that you surround yourself with reflecting your value back to you? Or are you seeing your lack mentality being reflected back to you? Every human that we come into contact with is like looking in the mirror and seeing our own frequency being reflected back to us, seeing our own thoughts, our own feelings being reflected back to us. You know, we've heard this said, said time and time again, the five people that you spend the most time with are a direct reflection of who you are. And that's not far from the truth. Because when we spend time with people, a lot of time with people, we come into resonance with those people and their frequency, their thoughts and their emotions. So if you've surrounded yourself with people who are constantly complaining about how the market, the economy is failing and the politicians are all messed up and this is happening and that's happening and did you see the news today and Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and there's no judgment for the people that do that. If you are listening to this and you hear that, I will, I'm inviting you to see the reflection that there is no need to be focused on that out there and to come into a little bit of resonance with the value I'm expressing to you, that you are so much more than that. So surround yourself with people who are constantly thinking and speaking and imagining in possibility. Well, the economy sucks and there were more millionaires made during the Great Depression in the 1930s than at any other period prior to that. The economy sucks, cool, take advantage of it, become greater, take yourself higher, choose differently. Just because what's happening out there in the world says this is occurring does not mean you have to play by those rules ever. You get to decide. You get to choose how you will reflect your value into the world. And so when we come into communities, we go networking as entrepreneurs, we are connecting with other humans, notice Notice the language you're hearing. Notice the value that's being reflected back to you. And are you going into these communities with the intention of getting something from this community? Are you wanting to uh, pull resources from this community? Or are you going into community with the intention of contributing? of contributing value so as to see your value reflected back to you. We don't join coaching groups or you know business networking or anything like that. When we join those groups, if we join them from the perspective of, I'm gonna get something out of that. If I go to that network meeting, then I will get something and I will receive I don't know, new clients or something. I'll, I'll get a new client and I'll have the money to pay my rent. I'm going to get something. And so we go into that space immediately in the frequency of taking. And we walk into the room and people don't want to talk to you and they kind of pull away from you or you feel awkward and you don't even want to say anything and you end up being a wallflower, right? 
But if you go into the room with the intention of, I am here to contribute value, you walk into the room and you do just that. And people want to talk to you. People want to connect with you. People start saying, oh, hey, you know, you should connect with this person and that person. This is how community is built. Not from the desire of taking from someone or a group of people, but rather showing up in a reflection of your own value. So first, you need to choose what your value is. You get to decide. Am I someone who believes in possibility? Am I choosing to surround myself with people who also think and believe the same? Am I choosing to surround myself with people who are cheerleaders, who lift each other up, who stand in their own power and see their own value? Or am I choosing to surround myself with people who are constantly focused on what is perceived to be going wrong in the world? Notice that. And build community from there. As I grow my own connections, as I focus on the community that I want and desire in my world, as I focus on the partnerships that I am nurturing and developing in my business, this is important to me. <clears throat> I recognize when somebody's having a bad day. And I also recognize when someone is very much in a mentality of woe is me, and I need to take something from you in order to get what I want out of life. There is enough to go around for everyone. I promise you, more than enough. And so we surround ourselves with the people who reflect our value back to us. And if you don't like what you see, that's okay. You always have a choice. You always have a choice to begin to surround yourself with people who will lift you up, who will reflect more value to you. In a world that is connected from every edge of the planet, from every corner and every realm of the planet, we can connect with other humans. And there are 8 billion of us on the planet. Believe me, your community is out there. Choose to go find your people and be willing to contribute value to that community. Are there some things in your experience that feel a little bit out of alignment towards your dream? Are you noticing feedback showing up in the world where you're like, wait a second, but I'm going that way. I don't really understand what this has to do with it. And sometimes that might feel a little overwhelming, like, what am I doing wrong? Is it possible for me to have it all? But I want this dream and this experience, and this is what extraordinary looks for, like for me, and yet this is happening over here. If you've ever noticed that, I invite you to know that it's okay. All is well in the world. We don't need to focus on what's happening over here that feels out of alignment. We need only point our direction over here. If we notice something over here that doesn't feel great, that feels a little out of alignment, it's not a sign that you're doing it wrong or that you gotta tear it all down or that you gotta start from scratch and rebuild from the very beginning. It's not a requirement, I promise. All it means is that there was a decision made someplace in the past that is now showing up in your reality as evidence, as feedback, 
And you've been continuing to grow and grow and evolve since that decision. And you've made other decisions and new decisions. And so you're receiving feedback. And if you stay focused on where you're going, you not, need not worry about what's happening behind you because it's behind you. We only need to focus on what we love. We only need to bring our attention to what's our deepest, deepest desire. And in doing so, everything else will fall away. But here's what the tricky little mind does. The little mind goes, okay, but I got this evidence. So something must be wrong. I must be doing it wrong. I got to shift and pivot and go this way instead. No, you don't. You don't. You're only seeing evidence show up. You're only seeing evidence of your true value and the decisions you've made. The law of cause and effect. You're seeing the effect of a decision that was made, a cause, way back then. And now you've made new decisions. And so you stay focused on the new decisions without having to go back in the past and try to fix something that isn't broken in the first place. You get to experience extraordinary, period. Whatever that looks like for you, you define what extraordinary looks like for you and you keep going that way. And you will see evidence come up of old decisions that you made and you can look at it and go, cool, see ya. And keep moving on without needing to focus on healing something else or fixing something that's not broken or feeling like you're missing something or you're broken or you're not whole, you don't belong. No, you belong. You belong with your extraordinary dream. You are living your extraordinary dream now. And you're only seeing evidence of a past decision that no longer applies. So keep moving. You don't have to tear it all down. You don't have to start over. And you don't need to be overwhelmed. At the time of this recording, I am currently in a place where I've decided to have it all. I am buying a house. I am in a deeply committed, intimate relationship that has far exceeded my expectations or what I thought was even possible in a relationship. I have hired a coach to work with that is requiring 15 to 20 hours per week of my time. I am also working in running my business, which is to me full time. I've also started on a food journey and really focused on transforming my health and my well-being. I'm not just focused on one thing. And so I've got all these plethora of things occurring where I'm moving into a house in a week. I've got this relationship that we're talking about, you know, a deep commitment. And I've got this food stuff that's showing up. So my body is adjusting as I'm adjusting my eating habits and patterns. And then I've also got a coach that I'm learning new skills and I'm really investing a lot of my time and resources into and working with clients and recording podcasts and doing all these things. Am I overwhelmed? No, not at all. In fact, this afternoon, I have most of the day off. It's about recognizing the dream. And when overwhelm comes up, I sit with it and I acknowledge it and I go, hey, that was a decision I made a long time ago. No longer applies to the dream. And I keep moving forward. It's not about trying to get it all done in one day. It's about staying focused on the dream from the inside out, 
being in the frequency of the dream, and then simply taking the next step and the next step. And in that next step, you will find that everything on the to-do list that needs to get done, that is a priority, will get done in perfect time. You will find that your body will adjust to what needs it, what it needs to adjust to. You can just let the body do its thing. You don't need to force or contort your body into anything. It knows what to do. And you will find that your focus goes towards where you're going because you are focused in the present moment of what's next. No overwhelm required. Do you understand your mind? <laughs> I know that might seem like a silly question because sometimes my mind does some pretty wild things and I look at it and go, wait, what? So the question of, do you understand your mind? I'm serious about this because we've got different levels of mind. Science is beginning to understand that nothing exists without our consciousness, without consciousness. So there's this higher consciousness and then there's our higher self consciousness, and then there's our ego consciousness. Now, I used to be very driven by ego consciousness, thinking that if I just worked harder, I would somehow break through. If I just worked harder, I would get the money and get the things in the material world that I thought I wanted. And it was awful. It was a horrible experience. I was burnt out. I was in adrenal fatigue. I kept trying and trying and trying new things. My inner critic beat the living shit out of me every single day, all day long. You're not good enough. You're not doing enough. You need to please more people. If you just do this one thing, then somebody will love you. It was awful. And if you're out there listening to this and you're feeling that, I want you to know you don't have to continue to live that way. Your inner critic can be really, really kind. It is possible. Take some work, but it can be possible. So if you want to know how to do that, reach out. We can connect you with the right person to help you find the nice in your inner voice. But that ego consciousness, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I hear in the coaching industry all the time, death to the ego. And that's not what we want to do. Our ego is here for a specific purpose. We want our ego to be here. Our ego is what keeps us alive when there's a car roaring down the road towards us. It's the thing that moves us out of the way. It's the thing that keeps us safe. However, as we are entrepreneurs, as we are moving into a whole new world that we don't know what it looks like, but we're creating it on the fly, we need a higher level of consciousness. We need to understand our mind on a deeper level. Because you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts do not live in your brain. Your thoughts are energetic debris just flying around in the ether. And here's what happens. Your ego grabs a hold of one that comes through your experience and gives it meaning based on past experience. Well, that person said that, that means this, and boom, it lands into your body through hormonal discharge at 286 miles per hour. And now it is in your experience and you're holding on to it. And guess what? Inner critic starts beating the shit out of you. And if you are in a perpetual habit of doing this and you're not aware of the thoughts you're choosing, then you create a repetitive pattern of beating yourself up over and over and over again. 
So what we need to do is recognize that you are not your thoughts. That a thought comes in and we can say, hmm, I see you thought. And we can choose whether or not we give it meaning. We get to interrupt it and say, nope, not today. Or we can say, yeah, I actually like that one. I'm going to hang on to that one. And I'm going to bring that one into the body. We get to decide. But it starts with awareness of what's going on in our mind. So if you're a coach or an entrepreneur and you've got a list of things to do and there's stuff to do in the material world and you get out of bed and you're like, oh my God, there's so much to do and I don't know if I'm going to get it all done and then I got laundry and I got to pick up the kids and I got to do this and I got to do that. Guess what? Here comes all the thoughts of I'm not good enough. I'm not capable. I'm not strong enough. And then that inner critic gets into the head. The inner critic just starts circulating with all of those thoughts and beliefs. And then you've created that frequency in your body. And then you see all of the results of how you're not good enough and not doing enough out in the world. So we need to start inviting in more awareness and our higher self-consciousness into the body. Because our higher selves knows that we are good enough, we are strong enough, and we're capable enough. That we've got everything we need. And we need to start listening to that voice more often, all the time if you can, which is possible when you do it often enough. We are breaking the old habits of old consciousness, of the mind thinking that it knows what it's talking about. There is a higher mind. And then beyond that higher mind, there is an even higher mind, the one, the all, the consciousness of all that is driving this world. And the more of us that focus on getting that inner voice to be nicer, to be more compassionate, to be more loving to ourselves through listening to our higher mind, the more the world begins to do the same. And that results in more peace, more love. You know, I sound like a bit of a beauty pageant leader here, but I just want world peace. If you want world peace, learn to be peaceful in your own mind. If you want world peace and love and you want wars to end, learn to stop warring with yourself. And in that, you start expressing that truth out into the world that you are at peace, that you no longer beat yourself up, that you no longer have this war happening in your head and you start sharing that and expressing that to the world. The world stands up and goes, shit, I don't have to think that way either. And slowly, slowly, bit by bit, the world begins to think from a higher perspective. The world begins to express itself from a higher perspective. That's how we see change in the world. We don't see change in the world by going to war against something. If there's something you see out there that you don't like, don't go to war with it. Come to peace with it. That's how we create more peace, by being at peace in here and in here. It starts with us. So begin there. Lots of love. Thank you for catching another episode of the Life at Full Blast podcast. I'm so grateful that you are here, that you are part of this community. And if it resonates with you, please review, subscribe, share anything that you do to move this podcast out into the world to support humanity helps. 
And if you're ready to choose that most extraordinary life, visit my website, cindyvanonum.com. But above all else, no matter what you choose to do, remember, I love you, I believe in you, and I see your power. See you next week.